Welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am your host, Misty Phillip, and I thank you for joining me today. We are back in our series talking about chasing our dreams, and sometimes our dreams take longer to come to fruition. Sometimes we have to wait on God, but you know what? We are never too old to dream. And that's what we're going to talk about today with my guest, Doris Swift. But before we do, I want to tell you about an exciting new project that I just completed. I just launched the Spark Media Podcast Magazine. This is a magazine by and for Christian podcasters and any believer that is looking to be encouraged by Christian podcasting. We have featured members of the Spark community, and we have stories behind the mic that share the journey of our podcasters, some devotional articles that are there to inspire you, and some podcast tips and tricks. So if you are a podcaster or you're looking to find a new podcast to listen to, you love podcast, then I encourage you to go download your free digital copy of the Spark Media Podcast Magazine at sparkmedia.ventures. So launching a magazine and being an editor of one is not something I ever thought that I would have done, especially in my 50s. Y'all, I turned 50 this year. And you know what? We're never too old to dream. My friend Doris Swift has also pursued many of her dreams later in life, and she is here to inspire y'all today. So please welcome Doris Swift. Hey, Doris Swift, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today, my friend. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here too. I've been looking forward to this. That's awesome. So Doris, you are the host of the Fierce Calling podcast, and I love your tagline. Would you share that with everybody? Sure. I always ask my guests how they're taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect because that is probably their fierce calling. Yeah. Where they feel passionate about something and they want to just take some kind of an action, but they sometimes they don't know what to do. So that's why I invite guests on to share their story, how they've overcome difficult circumstances you know, with the Lord's help and then how they stepped out in faith, stepped out before they felt they were ready, because if we wait till we're ready, we're never going to do it. And just to encourage and inspire other women to take action and use their gifts to impact the world for Christ, because there's so many women who are not sure of what their next step is supposed to be, and their gifts are sitting there unwrapped. And, you know, we need those gifts. The world needs their gifts for sure. Yeah, now. <laughs> that's right. That's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I love that. And what I'm talking about this month is sometimes our dreams take time to manifest. And I think that dovetails so nicely with what you're doing, because I think that we have 
callings in different seasons of life. So I know for me, there was one season where I felt called to, you know, pursue, I wanted to be a supermodel. Actually, that was my goal. Like I wanted to be a model. I started modeling. I went to to school and got a degree in fashion. And God quickly showed me that that was not the course for my life. And, and then I started working and I had that season. And then I, I walked away from my career to stay home to homeschool my kids and then thought, you know, God's done with me, but no, he wasn't. And I know that we have similar stories in that. So I want to hear your story of, Mm -hmm. you know, you didn't just wake up, you know, one day and start podcasting. And so there's a backstory there. So let's get the backstory and, you know, tell me about, about your dreams and how, how God has led you to do the things that you're doing now. Sure. Thank you. Well, Part of my story, which is a pretty significant part of my story, is that I experienced a teen pregnancy. It was a really difficult season in my life, and it was because I didn't feel like I fit in either with my friends any longer, but yet I was still a kid, really, you know, having a baby, and things didn't work out with the father, and that was another devastating episode (laughs) that we could have because that was a really hard part in my story. But anyway, God had major plans for me even then. And he did, he has plans for us. And so I had my baby and my mom and dad were very supportive. My family was all supportive. And so I got into banking right when I you know after I had the baby, Michael's about six months old, I started banking and you know, working at a bank. And I thought, okay, I'll just be a teller for a short while until I figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Well, almost 30 years later, I'm still banking. I'm still (laughs) a banker. (laughs) So I had this long career of being a banker, which, you know, really equipped me for so many things. And at the time when you're in a place where you feel like, what am I doing here, God? I just want to do ministry work. I just want, why am I here? I want to like go speak. I want to do this and that. And looking back, we can always see how God has been so faithful in equipping us in all the different areas where he's using us today for his furtherance of the kingdom. And it's all for a purpose. And so I did have a lot of experience. I made a lot of connections and I know that I had an opportunity to minister to people in really difficult seasons in their lives. Like if someone would come in and they just lost their spouse or, you know, their, their children were giving them issues or, you know, identity theft, all kinds of things, you know, would walk in the door. And so I had an opportunity to sit with people and take time with people. But then it was, it was a time where God called me out of that. Similar to your story, you know, it's like, okay, this is, this is enough. Now you're going to come out of that. And then I started a blog and I stayed home for about 18 months working with my husband's business. And so I just started writing stuff about my family because I like to write. And so someone, you know, just said, Oh, well, I really like reading your stuff. And so I started putting more and more out and then it transitioned into a ministry to women. So that was my right beginning of my writing journey but that was I've always liked writing ever since I was a little girl I would you know how you make those books and you staple them together you know 
I love doing that. So I was always a writer and I always wanted to be a teacher. So those are like some of the dreams that were being birthed. Then the seeds were being planted. You know, I would, my grandmother had these two desks that she got from a school that was closing down and they were real school desks, which was so exciting for my sister and me. And so we had those desks set up and I would teach dolls, stuffed animals, whatever. And that's how I studied for tests by teaching, you know, that way I would pretend I was teaching. And I I really always thought I would be a teacher in like an elementary school, but that wasn't God's plan, but he still allows me to teach. So now, you know, I teach the word, his word. So that's exciting. And so, yeah, so that's a little bit about where the dreams started to manifest, but every day is a journey with God. And like, I've heard you also say before, you love this scripture verse as well. I believe not to despise small beginnings. I mean, that's in Zechariah. you know, it's like everything we do has a meaning and purpose when we do it unto the Lord. And we don't need to wait for some big, big thing to happen in our life because we can look at what God is doing right now in our life. And we can see that in God's eyes, things are significant. Like you were talking earlier about how you left a corporate job, right? To stay home and homeschool. Well, to the world that probably sounded kind of crazy, like, what are you doing? And so it reminds me of that scripture, you know, in first Corinthians, it says that God uses, you know, he, he chose foolish things to shame the wise and, you know, that he chooses the weak to shame the strong. And so it is not what the world would think makes sense, but it makes total sense in God's kingdom, yeah. you know? So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So I, I love everything that you just said, especially, you know, when I started in, in my journey of writing, I started blogging first, well, I th- started speaking first, then blogging, then writing, then more speaking, then podcast. And, you know, it's just a journey, but I didn't start any of that until my mm-hmm. mid forties, but I went to a couple of different trainings and things and people were like, look back through your life. And I could see, you know, where I loved to teach and and all these different aspects of writing and mm-hmm. speaking. And um, recently, as I was preparing for a speech, I remembered my dad was an insurance salesman, and he would have these big conferences. And, and it was, to me, as a little girl, I got to attend one year, I was probably maybe seven years old, and they had all of these positive mental attitude slogans that they would say, and it was very much about, you know, what thing people, the things people say today that are like motivational or mindset, it was some Mm -hmm. of those kind of things. And so as a little girl, I took little cards and I would write down all of the things that they were saying. And then I wore my dad out until he got permission to let me get up on stage and share my little slogans that I had made up. And I was like, I had my first speaking gig at like six, seven years old. (laughs) But like those things that we just kind of forget about in our heart, but then it's, it's amazing that God is using all of it to weave this beautiful tapestry for the things that he has for us to do in the future. Amen. And I think there's a lot of women who get to the point where like you had had your 
banking career, probably in a similar time when, you know, I just finished, like my boys were raised and I was really questioning like, what's, what's next and what do I do? And is it okay Mm -hmm. to have dreams? And like you were talking about people, you know, on your podcast and, and not really sure. And I think we both share the story that you are never too old to Mm -hmm. follow God and, and do the thing that he's asked you to do. Because I know I didn't start doing any of this stuff until I was in my mid forties. What about you, Dora? Yes, for me, well, I left banking at 48. And then I was home for about 18 months or so. And then when I suddenly had this time, I went and started volunteering at a pregnancy crisis center, because it connected with my story. I had experienced an unplanned pregnancy as a teen. And so God was able to allow me to walk into that and I was able to use my experience to minister to other girls and be a client advocate for them and boys too. They'd come in, you know, the couples, and it was really could be women of any age, you know, that had an unexpected unplanned pregnancy and, and considered oftentimes a crisis pregnancy, you know, especially if they were considering, you know, abortion, they weren't sure. So God used that experience. So I was able to serve there for several years And then God called me back to work. And I, before, right before that, the women's ministry director at our church was going to another church and everything was great. And she was leaving on great great terms. It was just because her children were being fed at a different church at that time. And, you know, families need to stay together. So God open this door for me to step into that role. And that began when I started like my speaking and I loved it. Like I would sit, it's kind of crazy, but I would sit on Sunday morning and listen to the sermon. I'd be watching our pastor up there. And I, I just have this vision of me like going up there and moving him over starting to speak. And I'm like, that's kind of rude. God, I would not do that to our pastor. Okay. But it was just that passion, compassion, conviction of getting that word out. It's like, you know how it says it, it's just shut up in our bones and you know, it's a fire that we have to get out. And so that started the journey of the speaking. And then I was writing and then it's like, a wonderful other testimony that I was like, God, where am I going to work? I, you know, I've been a banker for all these years and I don't want to go back to banking. I started at the bank when I was like 18. What do I do? I don't have, you know, an education for somewhere else. And so God said, okay, this is what we're doing. You're going to wait on me because that was like January. And I wanted to be in a job by June and to be honest, I hadn't really been searching all that hard because I had this laundry list of all the things that this job would need to have. Like, I don't want to work weekends. You know, I, I don't really want to work on holidays or, you know, at night or, you know, I don't want to go door to door with my resume and feel rejected, you know, and that kind of thing. So God had put me in a group with the children's ministry director at the time, Jamie, and we were in like a accountability group together. And she had inside information. There was an opening at the church. So I started working at the church. And so that was amazing. And that opened a lot of other doors for me to minister in lay council. And these things are all happening after I'm 50, you know, like this is 
exciting stuff that's happening. It's like a new chapter. But when I look back, it's like, you know, how we want to share and show people how the Old Testament and the New Testament all links together. It's one big story with all these snippets of stories in there that are all linked like a chain. And that's like our life. And we don't want to leave behind the things that were hard because God didn't leave things that were hard out of the Bible so that we could see. And so I kind of liken it to a movie. You know, sometimes we don't see the whole movie because a lot of it winds up on the editing floor. But God doesn't mean for our movie to wind up on the editing floor. He wants us to share all those things because he can redeem them and use them. And so, yeah, so, you know, I started leading a woman's Bible study on Thursday night. And one of my friends in the group said, you should start a podcast. And I said, what is a podcast? I don't even know what that is. And what would I even talk about? <laughs> so She's like, you could just read your blog posts or something. And because she knew I like to speak. So anyway, I had thought about doing a radio show because I love radio. And then these two lovely ladies called the Marys, they had a, a ministry to like prison and that kind of thing. They joined my group on Thursday night and they had started a podcast. <laughs> and so they said, oh yeah, yeah, we used to, we used to do a radio show there at the place where you're thinking to go, but you have to go there to do the radio show. So anyway, that was like, okay. So I bought a mic. I did a lot of Googling because at the time Spark didn't exist really. And so I mean, I think that you had it going in your life, like seeds were planting and watering and all that kind of thing going on. So Spark was already being birthed in one area where I hadn't heard about it yet. And so I just, I bought a mic, it stayed in the box for quite a while. And then next thing you know, it's time to open the box. And I start, I just started it. I was like, I'm just going to do this. You know, it's like, whatever, people probably won't even listen anyway. So why am I worried? And then it's like, God saying, no, you're not just going to do this for no reason. You know, I mean, if not anything else to be obedient to me, because I'm calling you to do this. So I did. And shortly after I heard about spark and I was like, I have got to go to that podcast conference. <laughs> I have got to go. And then I was there and it was fantastic. It was amazing. And so that, that was cool. But the whole other thing too, about my dreams, because really I never dream to be a, I, my dream was not to be a podcaster, obviously from a young age, because I didn't know what even that was, but God is allowing me to speak. And I love speaking. So that's another platform to reach the masses around the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's exciting. And, and then with the writing journey, I started really, cause you know how the word says to study and show thyself approved and you know, keep learning, never stop learning. And so I started with my craft and uh, Misty, if I don't know, God doesn't show us all of it at once, because if we would know how long things would take, we would be like, okay, mm, uh, -uh. <laughs> but anyway, he was like, you know, okay, just start join this writer's membership group and, and follow this blog by this, you know, person that's writing it to help writers. And so I started really honing my craft in writing. And so whatever you feel called to do right now, start doing something with it. God will open a door. God will just, he will multiply what's in your hand and he will expand your borders. And 
like we were saying earlier, not to despise small beginnings because we think about Jesus. Now he had, he was the king, king's Lord of Lords and he has, he had a small beginning and he was born in Bethlehem, which was considered a pretty insignificant city, you know, and, and then he was in moved to Nazareth and that was also considered a pretty insignificant city. So, you know, it's just all about being humble and knowing that the things that God sees as significant is not what the world sees as significant. So when we start seeing what God sees as significant, then we can stop searching for significance measured by the world, the worldly standards, because it's just not, it's just not going to measure up to God's not, not in the least. That's, that's absolutely beautiful. And I want to go back and unpack something that you said a little while back. And, and it was basically, I'm going to summarize it in our, our greatest point of the mess in our life often can be our message. Now you didn't say that, but Mm -hmm. when you were talking, that's what it reminded me of when you were sharing about your teen pregnancy and then how God used you to work at the, at the, at the, pregnancy center. And then from there, then you're in the church. And so it, I can see God's faithfulness and your steps of obedience to say, you know, here I am, God use me. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's really what it's all about. It is a journey and he doesn't show us the whole picture because you're right. Sometimes it takes longer than we think. Sometimes I think the picture may be too big and too scary for us Mm -hmm. that if we knew what was ahead, that we would not step into it. Right. But the word says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet Mm -hmm. and a light unto my path. And so I think that if we are in the word and we are walking with him. He gives us enough light to take the next step. But I think that like with a tapestry, how things are messy on the back end with all of those threads that are loose and tied. And, and then when you turn it over, it's a beautiful tapestry. I think our lives are that same way. And I can see how God has done all of these things in your life. And I just love watching you with your podcast and watching you soar. And we're in the same, we have the same agent. So we're both working on book proposals and books Mm -hmm. And, and all of that. And it's just so fun to link arms with people like you who love the Lord, who want to share the gospel with others and, and just know that life's not, it's not easy. It's not perfect. It's often messy, mm-hmm. but God can do so much with a humbled heart. And, um, I just love what you're doing and the work that you're doing. So I'd love to ask you, um, another thing that you touched on was you were in this waiting period, you were waiting on the Lord. And, and, and a lot of times our dreams take time to manifest. They just, they take time. And so if you could encourage a sister or a brother maybe listening where they are in their journey and they, they feel like, God, is this ever going to happen for me? What would you minister to them? Well, thank you. First of all, Misty, for all that you said, and I love the tapestry, you know, the, the image that it just brings in our minds. It was perfect. And I would just encourage anyone listening because waiting is, is hard and it's not something that comes easy. And it's something that we have to learn over time to trust in the Lord and his timing 
And I know people hear that a lot and people say that a lot. And it can almost become cliche after a while, but it is so important to let those words really sink in to our spirits that God has the perfect plan and he knows what connections he's already got planned for us, who he's going to have us to meet, who he is wanting us to minister to. So I would encourage someone that's waiting that first of all, not to be discouraged because you can continue to still move in his will, even when we're standing still. Because God's not standing still. He's always moving, but yet he calls us to be still in him. But sometimes that just means to grow silent and not to try to jump ahead and make up our own life and make up our own plans. Because I always talk about how it is like a blueprint where God has blueprints for us already. And we wouldn't want to mess those up by not following the blueprint that he has for us. And sometimes we get off track and that's true. And he knows us and he loves us and he has grace and mercy for us. And so we can get off track a little bit, but just to keep your eyes on the Lord and you just don't know what the next hour would even bring. We never know. I know we talk about breakthrough and breakthroughs are important and exciting, but we don't have to spend our whole life waiting for a breakthrough because we can just spend the time with the Lord and know that every day is significant to God. I mean, just like I said earlier, you know, where I think it was Nathaniel that said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? You know, so if People are like saying that about like you, if you feel like people are saying, who is that person to think they could do this or that? Well, for one thing, the enemy is telling you that. And for another thing, people may not even be saying that. That's maybe something that you're just thinking they're saying. But even if they are saying it, they said it about Jesus. And then, you know, it's like Philip's like, well, come see for yourself. And so God, God will show you the way. And He is the lifter of our head and things will be hard in our life. And like we have, you know, shared scripture before about Jesus saying that in this world, we'd have trouble and he's overcome the world. And so just to know that he's working on something for us, like this book thing going on right now, writing a book proposal, you know, it's been over some length of time and it hasn't been without the, okay, no, I don't think this is going to work. Oh, this might not work. And I'm not talking about just the current project. I'm talking about, you know, over time, you know, you submit writings to places and some will publish it. Some will say, mm, this isn't really right for us or whatever. So not to take that personally, because it's just like a, a no right now. It might be a yes later, but it doesn't mean that you don't have what it takes because God has already equipped you and it continues to equip us every day. So we don't have to feel like we are all perfectly ready for something. We just step out in faith and obedience. And that word surrender is so key. It's like, once we do that, it's like we could even, it's so tangible. And that's, I think what, what sometimes people 
are searching for, you know, they, and of course it's faith is what we don't see, but God makes things tangible to us in certain times in our lives. And it's just beautiful because we say, God, that was you. You know, I know we say that about getting a great parking spot too. (laughs) We do like, thanks God. I know that was you, you know, and there's even a meme or a bumper sticker or something that says that, but you know, things that could not be except for God, it's just like tangible kingdom right here. You know, it's just exciting stuff. So just keep, keep your eyes on the Lord and surround yourself with uplifting godly friends that will encourage you because the world is full of toxic stuff and we are okay to set boundaries. You know, we can still love people from a distance and we might even reach out to people and God might have people in our lives for a season, but we need to make sure we have people praying for you. Like I'm so blessed to be on your prayer team, Misty, because, you know, this is for the kingdom work and we're all in it together. We're not doing it alone. And oftentimes we feel alone or isolated, but God is with us always, but we're not, we're not alone because we have sisters and brothers who are ready to like encourage us and lift us up. And we are also called to do that for them. So that is like such a a blessing and so humbling, you know, to be able to do that. Yeah. I love the way all that works together for good for those who are called according to his purposes. I wanted to leave us with this one scripture from Isaiah 40, 31. It says, but they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So thank you so much, Doris, for being on the By His Grace podcast and sharing your story. We're going to put the links to your blog and your podcast and all of the things that you're doing so that people can connect with you further there. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. And I just welcome anybody to reach out to me. And I I would just love to hear from you if you need prayer or want to share your story of waiting. (laughs) You know, that's always, always good to share our stories. Absolutely. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So this has been great, Doris. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there. 